The playoffs have arrived here on the Locked On NFL podcast. We're going to break down all six games. But before that, two veteran quarterbacks could be on the move this offseason. Will they? And if they are, where do they go? Lamar Jackson's Twitter posts brought a lot of questions about the Ravens situation with him being injured and the question of do the Ravens pay him next year because we still don't know. And on the on the other side, the Raiders, of course, Derek Carr announcing his goodbye from the Raiders organization. Who will get him? We'll talk about his trade clause and so much more right here on the Lockdown NFL Podcast. Chris Carter, your boy Q. Let's get into it. You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q from Locked On Steelers and Locked On Raiders. And this is the Friday edition of Locked On NFL. Uh, As always, you can find this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and especially on YouTube. If you're watching this video on YouTube, hit the like button in the video if you enjoy it. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube channel to get all of our daily Monday through Friday episodes, as well as plenty of other episodes that come out on this channel. We can talk about Matt Williams, the Williamson and Peacock show. We can talk about a lot of different programs, but every day there's new content, so come check it out. Today's episode is also also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you cover all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Go to Bet Online right now to get all the all the odds and ends you need when you're putting bets down on sports games, especially during these NFL playoffs. Bet Online, where the game starts. Q, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Uh, playoffs are here. Super Wild Card Weekend. You know, there's a lot going on around with the NFL. There's always going to be a lot of storylines, but. Man, just talking about the playoffs, you know, it's it's that time. It, it never matters what you do in, uh, you know, September and October. It's November, December, and and in January. And, well, it's January, so let's get it. Playoff time, baby. Indeed. It doesn't matter if you were terrible all year long. If you're hot in the playoffs, that's what does matter. But before we get to the playoff teams, let's talk about the two of the bigger stories that are going on right now. We'll lead with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson posted on Thursday – uh, in the afternoon saying, thank you everyone for your support and your concerns regarding my injuries. I want to give you all an update as I am in the recovery process. I've suffered a PCL grade two sprain on the borderline of a strain three. There is still inflammation surrounding my knee and my knee remains unstable. I'm still in good spirits as I continue with treatments on the road to recovery. I wish I could be out there with my guys more than anything, but I can't give a 100% of myself to my guys and fans I'm still hopeful that we still have a chance. Of course, the Ravens take on the Cincinnati Bengals for a second consecutive week they gone. on the road. <laughs> yeah, that's going to go well. Um, <laughs> but but let's talk about Lamar Jackson's situation yeah. because this has been something that's been brewing for quite some time to try and get um, – to try and see if he was going to sign a long-term deal. Right. Um, this this has been and it's it's not it's not been done. Lamar Jackson's been advocating for himself, and it's led to it, it's it's led to these questions. And now, you know he he's been injured this year. He's not finishing the year playing games, and now people are asking the legitimate question: All right, what do you do with Lamar Jackson? Do you pay him with this Ravens roster right now? Because if I'm looking, if I'm the Ravens, and I'm and I'm looking at how. You know, my salary cap set up right now, uh, you know, they have plenty of space this year and they have plenty of space next year. They could sign him to a really lucrative deal and still have plenty of money to burn. Right now, they're, they're scheduled next year to have 
$41 million in cap space. You could sign him to a pretty good deal, put it on the put a lot more of his money on the back end and keep that. And you'd still have Ronnie Stanley, Marlon Humphrey, Mark Andrews, Roquan Smith, Calais Campbell, Marcus Williams, Tyus Bowser. You'd have a ton of talent on this roster next year to compete. But if you take away Lamar Jackson, you take away a big factor that's got him here in the first place. Q, is he going to be a Baltimore Raven next year or is he going to find a new home? You know, that's the question that I asked myself when I saw that tweet from Lamar. And the reason why I really scratched my head and wondered what in the hell's going on is because he put all the medical, you know, uh, diagnosis out there. How often do you see a player come out and say, I got this going on, I got this going on, it's a great this, it's a great that? Like, that's really, really bizarre to me to see that from a player just putting it out there. And I feel like he's getting tired of kind of getting slandered on, hey, uh, is he not out there because he doesn't have a contract extension? Uh, How close is he? And I think he just kind of got tired of it and was like, you know what, the hell with it. This is what's going on. This is what I have. And this is the uh, the severity of it. So I don't know how the Baltimore organization is going to handle that. Right? I mean, because, again, you just don't see that all the time. So that really made me wonder, is he going to be a Raven? Like, my gut feeling tells me, yeah, he'll be in Baltimore, duh, because they built the whole team around him, and he's got to be that guy. But, man, it just doesn't feel like that that's a, 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 a something that Baltimore, the organization, who I highly respect, think they have a really smart front office, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to be big fans of that. So that's where my question comes in. So I'll tell you that he'll be in Baltimore. I think that they'll franchise him, especially since they got the long-term deal with Roquan Smith done. Uh, so I think that they can they can use that franchise tag. But, man, I think there's going to be a little bit of bad blood brewing, uh, especially now that he put that tweet out and kind of let everybody know what's going on with him. Clearly he's not coming back this year, and I think he's done this weekend. Or the Ravens, excuse me, are done this weekend anyway. Yeah, it's tough to imagine the Ravens being a team. The Bengals haven't lost since Halloween. <laughs> That's literally how long. They, yeah, granted, they, and they, you doubt Cincinnati. Stop doubting Cincinnati. I said, hey, I said I said a while ago, I'm like, this team's for real. And I've been picking them to win. I picked them to beat the Bills before their game got canceled. Uh, what? I did. Hey, I, I've, I've been. I've All been of saying, Cincinnati hey, right now is like, sure you did, Chris okay, Carter. That's fine. That's fine. I I, I said early on, I was like, hey, I think they were, they were going to flop. They started off shaky. But when they straightened out, I was like, hey, give them credit. They're doing the right things. Um, and this is another game. I think they should. They, I think they should blow out the, the Ravens in this one. If I did too, since I'm Lamar with you. Jackson's not playing. But talking about Lamar and where uh, where he stands, uh, you know, as with with the Ravens, I could totally see a franchise tag being the answer here. But I, I also I, I look at the way that how this season ended for him before he even before he was taken out in the middle of the Broncos game. Uh, he started against the Jaguars. They lost 27 to 28. He, he completed 50% of his passes um, and he threw for he, he threw for a touchdown and ran for 89 yards. They, they beat the Panthers 13 to three where he threw an interception and no touchdowns did rush for a touchdown. They beat the state. They beat the saints. They, I think the saints game was like one of the last ones where he like looked kind of like Lamar of old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they also beat the Buccaneers, but some of those games there, the way they played against the Panthers and the Jaguars uh, before getting injured against the Broncos, you know, I think that there are some people that were hesitating about like uh, what's going on with Lamar here. If Lamar Jackson is is dealing with something that becomes long term, because again, you know, knee situation, yeah. I was going to be asking, what's his mobility like now? Mm-hmm. Can he still cutting the dime? Can he still same question we'll ask about Kyler Murray? You know, we'll ask the same question yeah. about Kyler Murray when he returns, and he ain't going to return until mm-hmm. late in twenty twenty three, in my opinion. So. Yeah, and it's just 
I think that puts a damper on it because it gives, I think, the the Ravens ammunition in the nego- at the negotiation table where it's like, look, Lamar, we love you, but this is the situation. And that's where they they can just be like, we're slapping the franchise tag on you and there's nothing you could do about it. And Lamar will get his money paid, but I know that's not what he wants in this situation because he wants to sign the long-term deal. He right. wants to ink, you know, to get paid. That's what he's been working so hard for. It's why he's turned down the deals that have led up to this point. Um, that, that that he's been offered. So you know what I would would, I, would would not shock me at all is if the Kirk Cousins exactly. treatment gets gets done to him, where they Ooh. hit him with a franchise tag, he plays on it. Hit him with a franchise tag, he pays. He gets paid well for those years, and then eventually he bounces. And then by that time, he's a couple years older. And how good are his legs? And how many teams are going to really sign up for that? So they never have to really commit the long term to him, but they can still get what they want out of him. He still gets paid for that year. I think that would be an interesting strategy. I be shocked. Because then if, if, you're the, if you're the Ravens, you then give yourself two years to just explore the NFL draft and then find your next quarterback and be ready for whenever he moves on. Um, you know, the commanders didn't exactly get that done on their end when they let go of Kirk Cousins. But if I'm the Ravens, you know, I feel really good about a lot of parts of my roster. Right. And if I can find a quarterback somewhere that could kind of develop for the next two years or so, or, you know, at any point during that span, that would make a lot of sense. I just, I, I, Lamar Jackson, I, I maintain to this day, he saved John Harbaugh's tenure for sure when he was at Baltimore. For it sure. was public knowledge that he was on his way out until he started Lamar Jackson. And then he sparked that 2018 run they had to make the playoffs. Then 2019, he was the NFL MVP. And then he's been the, the leading factor to make the Ravens a top contender when they when he's been healthy. But then this year he wasn't healthy and they fell from leading the division to you know being a wild card team that's gonna be using a backup quarterback against the Cincinnati Bengals, who are red hot. It's I, I think it's I think it's a tougher decision than we ever thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes you wonder maybe maybe he should have tried to make make a deal happen before this. Um, in, in, instead of gambling on himself with this year, and that's one thing. It's like it's tough to tell a player that because it's like you should always bet on yourself and 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 put the let the play, play players have faith in themselves to get it done. But man, uh, it's 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 looking like a rough spot for Lamar as far as his negotiation powers moving forward. Yeah, it really does, and it's unfortunate because he's a hell of a player, a uh, hell of a dude. I think he's been a great uh, franchise quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens and that community. I think they love Lamar Jackson. I wish that it had all come together. But at this point, with the injuries piling up, and even when he was out there not looking as great as we've seen him before when he was MVP, I could totally see the team saying, you know what? The NFL's a business, and we're going to make a business decision. So uh, nothing shocks me by what I see from the NFL anymore. That's it. It doesn't. I I think we're both very used to how things go. I was saying this last week, Q, or not last week, earlier this week, with uh, when when the NFL was deciding if they were going to do eight playoff teams oh, yeah. and, and and all that nonsense before that was th- thrown out, I was telling people people were like, "Oh yeah, that could they could do that for a year." I'm like, "Listen, man, the NFL is is an organization that if you gave them one extra playoff game and they saw the money from that, they'd yep. be like, "Yep, there's eight playoff teams every year in every conference. We don't care." Exactly that, right. They're they're going to take that money. I I'm right with you. I'm cynical about the NFL. I know how things work. This ain't that, that that's why that, that's why I've, I've been feeling rough for Lamar in this situation. Yep. But there's another quarterback who made it some important t- Twitter news that you cover Q <laughs> and Derek Carr. We'll talk about his situation and where he might be going, because I think that there's no doubt he's going to have a new team 
2023. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But first, we got to talk to you guys about LinkedIn. LinkedIn, of course, is the number one place to go if you're looking for a job or if you're looking for someone to hire to fill your job at a small business. You can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then just add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We're also brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat that you don't want all, all the fat and the calories with, the best option is Built Bar. The holidays are over, so everyone's trying to eat healthier. But if you still want something tasty to eat, Built Bar is the best option out there. They're healthy, they're tasty, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in many amazing flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond, and so many more. And all these flavors pack 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, but fit 17 grams of protein. And it's an amazing ratio. You got to check it out. And like, like we've always said, you can go and or, order them. Uh, on you can order them from built.com for for your built bars or now you can go to the store and pick them up at your local Walmart or your Sam Club. That's right. You head to the nearest Walmart today and you can walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of built bars where you can pick up a four bar four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut props. If you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with the hit flavors brownie batter and churro. Trust me, you'll want to try these built bars and you'll thank me later. Let's get back to this quarterback talk, though. All right. Derek Carr tweets that out. It's not a surprise. Like, you know, he he tweets out, like, Ra- Raider Nation, it breaks my heart, blah, blah, blah. Especially hard to say goodbye, blah, right. blah, blah. Boys of men, we knew, of course. We, we knew once he was benched in the <clears throat> penultimate game of the season that – that was a wrap. His last pass for the Raiders was a, was a pass intercepted by Steelers cornerback Cameron Sutton, and now he's he now the question is where is he going to go? But as yeah. you've talked about on your show, there's a trade clause here yep. in his contract. So this isn't as simple as the Raiders just get the highest draft pick they can from him and move on. Derek Carr has to approve of wherever he's going, and I think that if you're Derek Carr, you're only going somewhere that's. A gonna start you and pay you. B is gonna be competitive because you ain't trying to play for no team out there that's just gonna be a bunch of bums. No, no, not at all. I mean, again, he's he's got all the all the leverage in his in his corner because he has that no trade clause and his deal that he has right now that becomes well, forty million of it becomes guaranteed like the third day after the Super Bowl is over. But twenty twenty three, thirty two point nine million dollars base salary with a hundred thousand dollar workout bonus, which is a thirty three million cap hit. Twenty twenty four. $41.9 million base salary, 100,000 workout bonus, $42 million My cap goodness. hit. In 2025, $41.2 million base salary, $100,000 workout bonus, $41.3 million cap hit, which, again, it sounds a lot, but it's not really. I'm about to cough. While Q, while Q is getting oh my through, gosh. Re- reading Derek Carr contract numbers apparently does that to you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, if, you're, if you're looking at things. My but eye is watering th- right now. The <laughs> what happened to you I, over it there? It went down the wrong pipe, and I was trying to hold oh. on to it, and it wasn't working. 
Uh, well, hey, you got through reading all the numbers there. But yeah, I mean, you look at his contract right now, it's 43. He's going to the next year, he's well, next year he's going to be a 34.8 million dollar cap hit against the Raiders, right. 43.8 the year after that and 43.1 the year after that. But the big thing is always what money is going to stick to the Raiders if they tr- if they traded him. Well, it's only um, it's only five million dollars in dead dead money when they move on from him. So that's not that's exactly. that's easy. That's easy. So, but no, but see, that's the thing. It's it's easy for the Raiders if they get rid of him, right? But who wants to eat all this money on the contract? You well, know, when, when they take him, and if they trade for him, does he agree immediately to renegotiate a new a new deal? Because then you're looking at that situation, right? Well, that that's the kind of tricky spot. You know, it depends on how many teams are really interested in him. If if I mean, if he really wants to, maybe there's one specific team he wants to go to. And maybe they really want him. He could say if he really wants to, just wait for me to get released, and then we could negotiate a contract. But he's going mm. to, in my opinion, want to sign that or get the trade because he's going to want that contract. I don't think he gets that kind of money that we just talked about on the open market, right? I just don't think that's going to happen. So if he wants to get the most bang for his buck, I think he has to try to so uh, you know get a trade going with the team so he can get that contract. Where does he go, Q? That's you've the, been looking at this. That's the million dollar question. I keep saying that I think he's going to stay somewhere where it's warm. Like I don't think he's going. I know there's been a lot of conversation about the Jets uh, or Washington. Eh. One, I don't think he's going to go to Washington because that's not a stable organization. That organization yeah. is just as unstable as the Raiders. I would if just not say worse. no. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I wouldn't go to Washington. The Jets. At least they do have a defense in place. They have a nice running game. Uh, I can see him wanting to go there. I just don't know if he'd want to go there because it's New York and the weather. I, I, the media, whatever, I don't care about that. I just think the weather is something that he's not going to want. Someone said something to me about the Rams. What if Stafford were to to retire? Uh, I mean, mm. they got Baker Mayfield for the rest of this this year, which is over for them. So maybe he would go to, to the Rams. It's, he's a California dude. Maybe maybe he'd want to stay there. Maybe Seattle, Carolina is another, another option that you could think about. Don't know if you want to go there. The Saints? The Saints, he'd be reunited with Dennis Allen. That was his uh, that was his rookie year head coach, so mm-hmm. that's a possibility. Um, I mean, there's a few. The guy's a good quarterback. He's just not great. He's not elite, but he's good, and if everything is right around him, like he's not going to be the guy that puts the team on his back and just leads them to the promised land. But if things are right around him and he's just they're just a quarterback away, I could, I could see a team making a move for him. I could see the Titans making a move for him, but – they got a lot of money on uh, Ryan Tannehill's deal that they, they would, do. you know, that would cost him a lot of dead money. So I think there's a a lot of places that would fit him. The question is, where does he want to go? Absolutely, and I think in the question is, you know, who's who tries to make the move to to, to bring him in too. Um, you know, you said that the Jets could be a team that yeah. that would be interested, but he might not be interested. Right. In. I know that you're saying the weather's out, but what about the Giants? You know, Daniel Jones isn't exactly yeah. you know cemented there. He could be a place that could be a place to go. Um, you know, if I'm the Dolphins, I'm yeah. concerned for Tua's health. Yeah. You yeah. know, I, I'm concerned for where he's That's been and, and what he's what he's not been able to do for you. Um, but again, I think you look at this. If you're bringing in Derek Carr, you don't have to take his contract. You're coming in because his contract, when you trade him, unless there's extra clauses built into the trade that sometimes teams do, none of the money is guaranteed usually when you trade players in the NFL. Well, he's got so about forty re- about forty million dollars is guaranteed. Is to be if they trade for him, it'll be like thirty four, thirty two million, excuse me, for next year, and then seven million for the year after that. That's all that's guaranteed. 
So. But doesn't that usually stick with the team that traded him? No, no, no. That's why. That's why it's. It, well, that will kick in if they don't make a move by February fifteenth. And the thing oh, about that, that is, deadline. I yeah, got you. the thing about that is, as you know, the league year is not till March fifteenth. So right, they would have to agree to a trade, and he would also have to agree to push back that deadline. So there's a bunch of different things, moving parts here. That that that, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that that deadline adds a lot more context to it. But you know, but that's the thing is that you know what team wants to wants to be aggressive to add a guy, and what team has the has the the, the salary cap space to say we want a veteran quarterback right now that we right. can afford and have the winning formula on on our on our roster right now. Um, you know, there's questions about will Tom Brady stay in Tampa Bay after the, after right. this year? You know, maybe that's another place. But there's a lot of landing spots. I think it's just going to be very interesting to see what kind of haul the Raiders can get back for Derek Carr, if any. Because right. like you said, if he tries to just hold out and just says, let him cut me, that's another way that this could go and the Raiders get absolutely nothing. Right. And that's a, that's a strong possibility. It really is. If they think they can get more money on the open market, then why would they do the Raiders any favors? So that is that is a strong possibility that they could just end up releasing them and having to chalk it up and say, okay, $5 million dead money. Uh, thank you for your services and hope you have, you know, good luck wherever you go. Absolutely. We're going to talk about the teams that are in the playoffs in just a minute here. So stay tuned with our matchups. we got our pick six, picking all six wildcard weekend playoff games right here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. But first, we got to talk to you guys about Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Head to Bet Online, your number one source for all your betting, betting stats and sports information. They're going to have all the odds and the ends as we're going to give you right here on the Locked On NFL podcast on the NFL playoffs. But they also do, uh, they also do college, they also do NBA, they also do NHL, they do a bunch of different sports. So go to Bet Online right now, your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends of the action when you visit Bet Online, where the game starts. Back here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast, Chris Carter, your boy Q. Let's get to these games, Q, because it's gonna be before an I interesting die. Weekend. <laughs> yeah, before you die, before, before you I choke die. on another another <laughs> sliver of water. Man, I'm um, telling you, life is rough. But, <laughs> hey, man, it's 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 all right, it's all right. But let's talk about the first game on Saturday, four thirty-five Eastern Time. The Seahawks go visit the Niners. The Seahawks, of course. Snuck into the playoffs yeah. because the Packers lost to the Lions. Seahawks handling their business, but the Niners are nine and a half point favorites. The money line is minus five hundred five for the for the Niners, plus four hundred for the Seahawks, with the over under set at forty two. Here, I do think this is a low scoring affair because mm-hmm. I think that both teams are teams that would prefer to drag this game out, but. Because of that, then not that's exactly the Niners game, and they're the much better team at doing it that way. The Niners were close to getting a one seed at the end of the year because they've been doing it that right. way. I think they win at home. It's tough to say, you know, division rivals. I can always see it being closer than ten points. So I'm a, I'll, I'll take the Seahawks to cover, but I think the Niners definitely win this one. It's just a long, drawn out defensive battle to start the playoffs. Well, a little nugget that I don't expect you to know because you're on the East Coast, but. Uh, the weather is terrible in the Bay Area right now. And so um, I can see it being like a monsoon, right? And so if it's a monsoon, I think it's going to make the score even lower. So I definitely think it's going to be a low affair. Uh, I think that Seattle will cover. I think the 49ers win the game. But, yeah, I, I just I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring affair at all because, again, the weather is awful. As far as the rain goes, it is like non, it's like 
it's like the barrier is underwater right now. It's it's unbelievable. So I just think it's going to be bad uh, approach to to what they're going to do when they see the field there in Santa Clara. That's going to be a big question. I think I still think all of this leads from, leads to the Niners. Yeah, for sure. I think the the Niners win the game. I just think it's very low affair. Very low very score. low affair. Yep. Take take the under even yeah, at forty two for sure. All right. Let's move along. This game is interesting because I don't trust either of these teams right yeah. now. The 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 Chargers at the Jaguars. The Chargers are favored by two and a half. Uh, money lines minus one thirty seven. Chargers plus one seventeen. Jaguars. Um, the over under is set at forty seven point five on Bet Online. I'm picking the Chargers to win this game, but man. I don't believe in these dudes, man. <laughs> and you and I always talk about this. We don't believe in the Chargers no. every every year. They're like the they're like the bad used car that people right. try to sell you every single time. And every time you're just like, get out of here, get out of here. And yes, the Chargers did finish four and one in their final five games with their last game. They basically got got a chance to just kind of throw away and just rest guys that they wanted to. But I just I, I look at some of their wins down the stretch here. Uh, you know, hurt up Miami Dolphins, hurt up Tennessee Titans. The Colts, the Rams. Right. I, I look at those, and then the Cardinals. You know, a couple of weeks before before that. You know, I just I'm not so sure. I believe too much in the Chargers here, but then again, I also don't believe too much in the Jaguars. Even though the Jaguars stomped the Chargers earlier in yeah. the season, um, the Jaguars. The Wolf, The one thing I'll say about the Jaguars is they beat the Cowboys, um, and they they handled their business in sweeping the Titans uh, when they needed to win a bunch of games. They also beat the Ravens. Uh, earlier in the year and that yeah. was when Lamar Jackson was healthy um they, they deserve credit for the turnaround that they got they used to get here I'm, I'm taking the Chargers I just I don't I don't I don't like taking the Chargers because I don't trust either of these squads well, I'm wrong with the Jaguars for every reason that you just said uh, except for I think the Jaguars have some momentum on their side I think that they're playing with house money they're pretty confident um, they have some playmakers on the side of the ball uh, and the ja- and the Chargers got pretty banged up in that season finale game that they were playing starters when they didn't have to play him. I think that's going to come back to bite Brandon Staley in the butt. It might even might cost him his job. You never know. With Sean Payton out there, mm. you never know. I think uh, I think the Jaguars get this uh, to get this game and end the Chargers season. I think that would be really interesting with the way that the season ended last year with the calling the timeout against the Raiders yeah. and then yep. the Raiders being like, yeah, we were going to take a tie and both of us go to the playoffs, but they didn't want to, so fine. <laughs> um, you know, so, and then and then this situation that would be very interesting. Uh, with with that with that situation, but let's move along. This is the I think Sunday's games get are, are where it gets interesting, but maybe not as much with the one o'clock game on the east on the east coast. The Dolphins face the Bills. The Bills are thirteen and a half point underdogs, yeah. and I no. think that might not be enough points. Bills are thirteen <laughs> point favorites. Oh, excuse me, favorites. Sorry. Yeah, I was That's like, wait, hold on, dog. I'm bad. about to put some money on no, it no, right no. now. I looked at the I looked at the money. <laughs> I looked at the money line. Yeah, I looked at the money line. And I was reading things back. I was about to go holiday. put everything I had in the bank account on that. I was just like, like, like hey, just bet, yeah. bet the dog, bet it all. No, but the Bills, thirteen and a half point favorites. Excuse yeah. me, minus eight fifty. You have to be bet eight hundred and fifty dollars on the Bills just to make a hundred because that's how confident yeah. Vegas is. The over under set at forty three and a half. Man, I honestly think that the Bills could score more than that just themselves, by themselves right. in this game. Exactly, yeah. Uh, the Bills are going to boat race the the Dolphins. I mean, I, and you know, I hate that for the Dolphins. They had a really good start to the season, but with all of Tua's injuries and who knows what his uh, you know future is going to look like, I just don't think Miami stands a chance in this one. Buffalo's cooking with grease. They got a lot of emotional juice on their side as well. Uh, that might just fuel them all the way to the Super Bowl. While you you know while you talking about it, so I mean, it, there's a good chance 
that uh, that they're just going to ride the DeMar Hamlin situation all the way to the Super Bowl. I, I would not be shocked at all, but they're definitely going to knock off Miami. This is, I think, maybe the best game to put money down on and most interesting to me, the Giants at the Vikings. The Vikings are three-point favorites at home, which you know what that means by Vegas. Right. They see this as an even matchup yep. here because three points go to the home team automatically. Minus 160 is the money line for the Vikings. Plus 140 is the money line for the Giants. The over-under is set at 48. You know, these are two more teams that I don't necessarily trust, but I think Brian Dable has been building up some steam with the Giants late late in the season. I think that they've been able to do some damage and build their way um, to, uh, you know, to, to get there. Granted, you know, they, they they did lose to the Eagles in a game where they kind of just, did, just didn't need to win uh, because of their situation. They were already in the playoffs. They blew right. out the Colts. Um, and they they lost to the Vikings by three just a couple of weeks ago on Christmas Eve. But I think that they, in, in a rematch, I think yep. that the Giants are going to be able to take them. They're going to be able to run the ball. And, and I think the the Vikings, a lot of people, the analysts, they've hated the Vikings. They've talked about their their point differential. Despite them being 13 and four, a lot of people are pointing them and saying, no, that once they face real teams, they'll get they'll get smacked. Um, they've beaten the Bills uh, th- this year, but. I'm kind of with people. I think that the pumpkin or the the carriage that they've ridden all year with Kirk Cousins and that crew, they're very talented. But I think that they're gonna they're gonna see it turn back into a pumpkin, and the Giants are gonna pull off the upset on the road. Yeah, I think so too. I really do. I thought the Giants were gonna beat the Vikings a few weeks back when they played them, and they lost, like you mentioned, by three. I think the G Man get it done. Uh, I don't think that they're gonna go real far in the playoffs. I just don't trust the Vikings. I haven't trusted the Vikings for weeks, and I know they keep finding ways to win, finding ways to win, and you gotta give them credit for that. But at some point, There's man, we said about that. Yeah, yeah, at some point, man, you play with fire, you're gonna get burned. So I think that the Giants are gonna find a way to burn the Vikings this upcoming weekend, Super Wildcard weekend and the g-men move on and minnesota goes home and figures out well they stay home figure out what in the world is going on how do we get better that right there now let's go to the game we were talking about earlier the sunday night football game the ravens at the Bengals. Bengals nine and a half point favorites minus 450 for them plus 360 for the for the ravens the over under at 40 and a half man i I want to take the Ravens to cover here, right? Simply because I think John Harbaugh, he had, they have something up their sleeve. The Bengals were talking a lot of trash with the coin flick celebrations and all the things. That yeah, they were as doing. they should, as, as they should. But I think the Ravens, being division rivals, there's going to be some weird stuff that happens in this game. The Bengals are going to win, and I even say they win by eight or by a touchdown or eight or something around that range. But I just. I don't see them winning by double digits because I think the Ravens find a way to keep it close in all the weird ways. Right. I agree. I agree. I think that uh, Cincinnati wins the game, no doubt. But uh, Baltimore will probably find a way to keep it close. But, you know, it also could go the other way where they get down early and then all of a sudden the defense gets frustrated because they know that the Mm -hmm. offense isn't going to be – because the offense can't come back. The offense with Tyler Huntley, I like Huntley, but it's not going to come back. So it's just one of those situations. Once Cincinnati gets rolling, they're going to get rolling. So Baltimore has got to find a way to keep that defense in it. If they do, they can keep it close. I'm going to ride with the fact that they'll have pride and they'll keep it close, but Cincinnati is going to roll on and Baltimore is going to stay home and then figure out their Lamar Jackson situation. That's going to be what that is. Let's go to the Monday night football game. And this is a game that a lot of people are going to be watching. Dallas Cowboys minus two and a half. Their favorites against the Buccaneers who are at home as winners of the NFC South. Plus 119 is the money line for the Bucks. Minus 139 is the money line for the Cowboys. Over under set at 45 and a half. Oh, we talked about this just a couple weeks ago, Q. I did not like the way Dak Prescott is playing coming into this week. He's playing terrible. 
He's playing terrible. I'm taking the Cowboys because I think they Are can you really? run the ball. I, I, I think they can run the ball. The Bucs, Buccaneers aren't a good team. No, they're not. But, but Tom Brady exists, and yeah. I, it makes me terrified to pick against him. Right. I, <laughs> well, for that reason, I, I'm picking Tampa Bay. I really picking am. Tom Brady. I, I'm like the Cowboys got to do something, man. They, gotta they are going to do something. They gotta be able to, they're going to s the bed. They're going to s the bed. You know that's what they do. They, I mean, they just and look. Dak has been playing terrible. He's been in, turning the ball over all the time. This guy, mm-hmm. he threw a, a pick six that was dropped. That Washington was going to take it to the house. He threw it and they dropped it. So he said, "Hey, don't worry, guys. I'll throw the same pass again, and you can take that one to the house." And they did. I just, I don't know what's going on in his head right now. I really don't. Um, Dallas just looks like they're discombobulated. Uh, they just don't look like a well-oiled machine. So uh, for all that, I think Tampa Bay is going to get it done, and then Mike McCarthy's going to get fired, and that's another landing spot that Sean Payton might go. There's Ooh, a lot yeah, of guys. There's a lot of games this weekend. Let's put it like this: that I think are going to determine where Sean Payton ends up coaching in 2023. It could be that way. Uh, Matt Williamson said he wouldn't be surprised at it that way. Dak Prescott comes because he's been listening 14. to me. He knows what's up. He knows I know what's up. Yes, he exactly. Yes, he's to, he, he totally listens to you all the time. <laughs> that's my and guy. that's where he gets all his. That's where he gets all his insider info. As he should. Uh, we we know who you are, Matt Williamson. Um, <laughs> but uh, the Dak Prescott completed fourteen of thirty-seven passes. That's thirty-seven point eight yeah, completion percentage good. against the Washington Commanders. You know what? Screw it. I'm taking Tom Brady. What am I? I'm, throw it out. I, I'm taking the Buccaneers. I can't bet against Tom Brady when that's the quarterback on the other side uh, other side of the game. Right. Ugh. Can't stand it, but they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make me do this uh, because the Cowboys are just playing so terrible. If they can just run the football and play de- play the defense that they've had all season, they got Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is a problem. He can run the ball, but he'll choose to make Dak throw the ball. And then their defense has been a little suspect as of late too. So it's a recipe for them to lose. Absolutely. So there you have it. We're both we're both here taking the Buccaneers. Uh, we're both taking the Bengals with, with the Ravens to cover. Uh, Q's take or we're both taking the Giants. Yep. Uh we're both taking the Bills. Yep. And we don't care if the Dolphins try to cover that. Um Q's taking the Jaguars. I'm taking the Chargers, and we're both taking the Niners. So yep. there you have it. There's Boom. our pick six on the weekend. All your picks for Super Wild Card Weekend. Enjoy it, football fans. It's gonna be a fun one all the way uh Saturday through Monday night. A lot of games to a lot of games to anticipate there. We'll be back next Friday breaking down the divisional matchups and as far as all the teams that are in that. So thanks again from Chris Carter and your boy Q of Locked On Steelers and Locked On Raiders. You can check out the Locked On NFL podcast just like you check out both of our shows: Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. If you watch this video on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to this channel to get all of our daily episodes as well as all the bonus content that is all over the place for the Locked On NFL podcast channel. We appreciate all those who check us out. Again, back next week breaking down and getting ready for the divisional round. We'll see you after the playoffs.